Okay, so do you share streaming service passwords? Yeah, who doesn't? So do I share streaming passwords? It's a little tricky because I receive other people's streaming passwords. Our Netflix one comes from my brother's friend. I was logged into The Verge's streaming account for Hulu. I have texted ex-boyfriends to get off my Netflix when I'm on my Netflix. Yeah, I share it with my sister. Well, I pay for it and she uses it. Technically, some of them are my parents' accounts. I have Netflix and I share it with my fiance. Right before Game of Thrones, his parents were like, oh, do you guys have HBO Now? Netflix, HBO Go, Crunchyroll, Hulu Plus, just want to get them out there and make sure less people are involved with the cable industry. I got rid of my Hulu account, so then she just texted me, is like, why doesn't Hulu work? And I'm like, because I don't pay for it anymore, bitch. Welcome to Why'd You Push That Button, a show where Caitlin Tiffany, hi, and Ashley Carmen, that's me, talk about the choices technology forces us to make. This week, we are talking about sharing your streaming service password with someone in your life, particularly a significant other. So, we all have Netflix accounts. Mm-hmm. No. I, I don't have a Netflix account. Oh, I don't have a Netflix account either, actually. It's my dad's Netflix account. Whose Netflix account do you use? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I have my dad's Netflix account. I don't pay for any streaming service at all. But yet, everybody is watching Netflix. Nobody is like, I don't have access to Netflix. If they care. Yeah, they if you're a, a consumer of culture you probably figured out a way to get to Netflix. So from personal experience and also from knowing that Netflix does not have 7 billion subscribers, we know that there's some sharing going on. Yeah, and this always comes up in pretty much every relationship you have on in your life, I would say, is the sharing of the passwords. Because Caitlin and I, for example, we both love the deuce, right? Mm -hmm. We're very into the show. So if I say to Caitlin, hey, I love the deuce, and at the time she doesn't have HBO, it's awkward. Like, she she would just say, I don't don't have access to that, and I I would literally just have to be like... Well, I think we need to articulate why exactly that's awkward, and it's awkward because I just revealed to Ashley that my roommate's dad canceled his HBO Go subscription, so I no longer have access to the deuce, which I've seen every episode of except the finale, (laughs) and she said, am I going to give you my HBO password right now? Um... No. <laughs> it's nothing personal. It's just I refuse to share passwords with anyone ever. And this is going to be an issue in our relationship, I think, because I would share any password with anyone at any time. We just hired a new writer at The Verge, and I gave her the password to my Netflix media account, which also happens to be the password to my bank account. No. Caitlin. Shut up! Oh my god. Okay, well then this is going to be a great discussion because I believe... That sharing passwords is like just a complete no-no. I mean, I'm coming at it from the other side, I think, because first of all, as we just learned, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Second of all, (laughs) I just believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not, that you should milk perks out of any relationship you're in. Like, I used my college boyfriend's Hulu account for a long time, and I feel like the same rule applies. You should always, always get something for your trouble. So it's like an amenity to a friendship and or relationship. Yeah. And then like when the relationship ends, like what you, what do you have to show for it? You have some memories. You have like maybe a couple of t-shirts that smell like a boy or whatever. <laughs> you have like some special added weight to the new Lord album. You have some anecdotes for a podcast <laughs> and you still have access to all five seasons of Vanderpump Rules plus the reunion special. 
off. Okay, this is the thing, though, that now I'm wondering. Do relationships break down into either you are a Netflix account holder or you are a Netflix account not haver? Basically, oh, like, like, like is you're that a saying, power dynamic that I'm just discovering in all relationships? You're saying that I'm a I'm a taker, yes, I'm not a giver. Whereas you are expecting the others to provide. Okay, but I think I provide other things. Like I can explain some <laughs> memes, and they'll get some content made about them for sure. Yeah, yeah, that, that's like I know how to mortalize. I know how to mix cement by <laughs> hand. So. So clearly, me, that's more valuable than a Netflix password. <laughs> okay, so we are, of course, as we do on every show, going to take this to the streets. Yeah, who'd you find out on the streets, Ashley? So I am covered, my friend Carrie. You can't really delete your history, can you, on Netflix? It says, like, recently no. watched. Who uh, is quite a traditionalist in the password-sharing world. She told us a story about when she shared a HBO Go password with a boyfriend. It was my parents' HBO Go account. And guess what? It ended horribly. We would break up a lot, and he would always still have my password throughout. He was telling me that people would come up to him, people that I didn't know and that he didn't know would come up to him and be like, oh, are you so-and-so? Does your girlfriend still have that HBO Go? And this boyfriend kept giving out Carrie's password to all of the people on campus. Everyone. Whoever asked. Anyone Boys could just have love it. to be liked. Boys love it. Yeah. With password sharing, even among roommates, we have a Roku in my apartment, and this has come up where when I use HBO Go on our Roku, I think it's maybe my guy roommate's um, account. And Carrie brought this up during her interview as well. When you're sharing accounts, you get into this sticky problem of sometimes the person or people that you share with watch episodes ahead of you. I would go to watch Game of Thrones, and people would not rewind it. And so sometimes it would be like some main character dying, and I would get so mad because I was like, I don't even know who to yell at because I don't know who has my password at this point. So at that point, I changed it because I couldn't deal with the spoilers. And roommates do that, too. It mm-hmm. happens with the roommate situation. I think it's just a risk that comes with the territory of sharing. I feel like I'm trying to date more adult people now who have their own passwords. So we also, I spoke to our audio engineer, Andrew. How does it feel to be over here? Uh, uncomfortable. Who I've interviewed for podcasts before, and it's always been a really fun time of him being distressed and me extracting embarrassing stories from him. Out of context, it sounds like I'm an insane person. <laughs> Andrew is the flip side of Carrie. He is a password sharer, but he has a system. I don't wouldn't call it a system. It's just like... If you've done it more than once, it's a system. Maybe. It protects him from heartbreak and spoilers. When I want to share a streaming password with someone, I make a new password and put their name in it. So that, to me, just feels like... Crazy. Okay. Crazy. So when I was talking to Andrew, I feel like I shared your sentiment and I feel like I was probably really rude to him. This is not something I do all the time. Yeah, it is something you do all the time. But Andrew is doing what we should all do at all times, which is living a little instead of living none. You missed the last episode of Twin Peaks, so I'm going to give you my Hulu password so you could just watch it instead of risking downloading something bad. That's great. And good for the girls that have wandered in and out of his life and then a couple of months later seen that the password was changed and known exactly what was happening. I feel like there's a large gap between that time. So maybe at that point they lost the password. Maybe they don't use my Hulu account after. That's nobody is that person. I keep thinking of a like hotel 
sheet. You know, when you check in at a hotel and they're like, here's, you know, your room code and yeah. here's the Wi-Fi password. That's exactly what I imagine walking into Andrew's apartment is like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so does he share this password with people other than his girlfriends? Yeah, so Andrew shares his Hulu account um, also with his mom. I've never been in a scenario yet where I had to give my mom a password where I changed it to have my girlfriend's name in it yet. But I, I feel like my mom would like it. I think she'd think it would be cute. I guess it just depends on your parents because if my dad called me and was like, Ashley, I need your password to Netflix or whatever. And I was like, oh, it's Chris is cute. My dad would literally laugh in my face and be like, shut up. That is not your password. And I'd be like, <laughs> yes. And he's like, I can't with you. That would basically be my dad's reaction. So I guess it just depends on how accepting your family is. I would think I would maybe never, I would rather be dead than than tell my dad that my streaming password was like some. Yeah, it's also just too much shame associated with that. Yeah, it says something different about us than it does about Andrew. For Andrew, I mean, thanks, thanks society. For Andrew, it says he's like a, a kind and considerate person. For us, it's like, oh man, you also doodling their name in your diary? What up? What are you doing? It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's true, though. People do share in, like, spirals. Like, I have shared my roommate's dad's HBO Go password with another friend. That's who, how you end up in these crazy, like, I'm using my boyfriend's a sister's boyfriend's mom's Netflix account. And you're yeah. like, how did we even get here? It just sort of happens. Yeah. And also, people almost wear it as a badge of honor mm -hmm. to have, like, an HBO Go or a Netflix password from someone that they are so far removed from that it's almost like, how'd you even pull that one off? But yeah. Like, it's like, I, I subverted the system this far. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> and it's like, you know, Netflix could just come up with some sort of, like, screening system and cut you off immediately. Yeah. But, but they're being so nice to us all mm -hmm. before they crush us. Now, we obviously would love to talk to Netflix about password sharing, but Netflix does not want to talk to us about password sharing. But luckily, we are good at the internet and we found Reed Hastings, the CEO of Netflix, talking about password sharing during an earnings call in 2016. Password sharing is something you have to learn to live with because there's so much legitimate password sharing, like, you know, you sharing with your spouse, with your kids. So there's, there's no bright line and we're doing fine as is. What kind of nice CEO says we're doing fine as is? I mean, I don't know if we need to chalk things up to a CEO being nice. I think Netflix just has bigger fish to fry. Like content deals to make? Plus, they do sort of limit sharing in some way because you can't have more than two people watching your account at one time. That's so, true. I mean, there is like a built-in limit there. That's true. The typical account can only have two people watching at once, and you have to pay extra if you want to bump it up to four. I do wonder if there's someone out there who's specifically like a friend, not a dad, who pays for the simultaneous streams just to be nice to their friends. Oh, you mean like... They don't tell them. They just upgrade the account yeah. and they just like sit there with the knowledge of like, yes, four people that I love are yeah, watching that's, TV. That's right kind of what I'm wondering about. If oh. you're that person, let us know. Okay. So Netflix didn't want to talk to us. But um, when we come back, we're going to talk to Amber Steele, the product marketing manager at LastPass, which is an app specifically for sharing passwords and avoiding situations such as mine where various coworkers have access to your mobile banking. And she is going to give me some tips for Andrew to improve his system and hopefully just give us some insight into how to, how to share Stranger Things or the deuce with the people you love without getting hurt.
Okay. Hey, we're back. I'm here with the product marketing manager for LastPass, Amber Steele. Thanks for hopping on the line, Amber. Thanks so much for reaching out. I'm excited to chat with you today. To start, my first question is, why would you use a password manager and why would you use like family sharing specifically? Sure. So we hear about all these hacks and, you know, data breaches in the news all the time. And I think a lot of people are recognizing that they need to do the right things to keep themselves safer online. So that's where LastPass comes in. It's a password manager. So what that means is you set up an account, you have a vault where you store all of those logins and LastPass not only saves it, but starts to fill that information and can create random passwords for you. Okay. So this is like a responsible way to share a Netflix password or an HBO password, whatever, security-wise. But would you say it's, like, responsible emotionally to share your passwords with people? It's a good question because I'm sure what you're actually saying is if I break up with someone, uh, yeah. what happens to my passwords? Yeah. Yes. That's a good question. Well, recommendation number one is definitely don't share passwords with someone you don't trust. There's a couple ways you can minimize risk. Uh, make sure the password you're sharing is random. And what I mean by that is don't use the same password everywhere. Make sure every password is different so, so someone can't reuse. The other thing is with LastPass, you can remove someone's access to something at any time. So if something's going on and you need to unshare it, you can, and then you can quickly update that password, and LastPass can help you with that process. One of the people we're speaking to for this episode has a system, and I would love, as our expert source, if you could comment on whether or not this seems effective. Mm -hmm. When he starts dating a new person, changes his Netflix password to have, like, to be something with their name in it, and, like, gives it to them. And then whoever he was dating before that can no longer get into his Netflix. And it's just kind of like, you know, like when you get to a hotel and they give you the Wi-Fi code, he's like, welcome to my <laughs> life. Here's your Netflix password. Does that, does that seem secure to you? That's, uh, that's pretty funny. Um, what I like about that is he's changing his passwords. So it's great that he's thinking ahead of, hey, you know, this other person really shouldn't have access anymore. I'm now going to change it. Uh, that's great. And I would assume because he's changing it that it's relatively unique. You know, if he's trusting the people that he's in a relationship with and if that relationship ends and he relatively quickly changes the password, I don't see a problem with that. The only potential problem is how strong of a password is it that he's creating to share um, because it's one thing for him to give it to his new partner, but it's another thing if that password is easy for other people to guess and get unauthorized access. So, for example, if his ex-partner knows his system and could, <laughs> and knows who he's dating now, then maybe they could easily guess that password. So, you know, you got to make sure that it's random enough that you're not introducing, you know, the risk of someone else getting access. Yeah. And then I guess the other side of this debate is like my coworker, Ashley, just says like flat out, no, like I would never share a password with anyone for any reason. As far as Netflix, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of sad to like go into your account and you like see a little ghost of your like <laughs> ex-romantic partner, like watching the first 20 minutes of Bridget Jones' baby. And you're like, oh, Okay, hello. I don't know if that's something you ever you guys ever hear about from customers just like being sad. You know, that's a really great point. What we actually hear more about is unfortunately death. 
I think um, that our digital lives has really changed the way that we think about legacy and how things live on either after a moment has ended or even after a life has ended. Um, I think that, that that's a, a lot more top of mind for people. So yeah, I, I think, you know, at that level for sure, I, I could see that. Um, but what we hear more a lot of is either it's how do I preserve my digital legacy and pass that on to people that I love, or how do I make life easier on my loved ones when I pass on? Like I said, so much of who we are is now online. So it, it really brings up some, some interesting questions. Wow. I started this conversation thinking about sharing a Netflix password with a boy. Now I'm thinking about my dad dying and how I'm going to access his Netflix. Okay. Oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> I know. Such a positive note uh, to take the conversation. I know it's, it is very heavy, but it's also something that, um, that's, it's very important, though, too. Yeah, so after talking to Amber, obviously we have a solution for Andrew's problem. He could just have family sharing turned on on his password manager. Exactly. Like, I'm not shocked the password manager lady says to use a password manager. Although <laughs> I have to admit, does seem to solve a lot of problems we're having. Although, yeah, Andrew's method has like the Etsy touch. It's handmade mm -hmm. for you, like a Valentine. Yeah. yeah, it is like a Valentine. I know. I keep thinking, I, I have imagined a little Valentine with a Netflix password. But I was rooting around through my email, and I found an email that I completely forgot receiving from October 2016 from a person that I met on Craigslist that I lived with for a year. He sent me his HBO Go password unsolicited. I didn't ask for it. The subject line is HBO Now password, and the only line of the email is for your viewing pleasure. And then it says, like, username, which is his email address, which I'm not going to tell you. And then his <laughs> password is Josh Hearts Joe. And then in parentheses, my BFF Joe also uses this account. Love him. So That's cute. Yeah, I mean, it's sweet. I mean, maybe for Andrew it's embarrassing and creepy, but if it's happening between two friends, it's nice. It wouldn't be embarrassing and creepy. It'd yeah. be sweet. Yeah, I feel like we've sort of come down on, yeah, on one side. I, mean, I think like, you have to accept the risks of sharing a password. It can go horribly wrong in the sense of just it gets out and you have people in Vox Media being like, I'm using this person's password from a bajillion years ago. I don't even know personally. But just make sure that it's not the password that you use for everything else. So yeah, just, don't pull a Caitlin. Yeah, don't, don't be make it like easily Caitlin. guessable. Also, I think... I'm discovering this power dynamic, and I need to look into it further. Yeah, you really, we really need to find out which of our friends are Netflix password givers and which of our friends are Netflix it password takers. It is the new personality test that we have developed right here, fully scientifically backed. If this quiz is stolen and written up on BuzzFeed, I am going to be livid. We're watching you guys. So that's it. <laughs> uh, you can follow us. My Twitter handle is Ashley R. Carmen. Mine is K-A-I-T underscore Tiffany. Kate Tiffany. And you can also hit us in our brand new inbox, which is button at theverge.com. We're very excited about this inbox, even though Caitlin does not sound enthralled about the inbox. At this point, I have really more email accounts than I can handle, which is maybe a subject for another day, but I've made so many parody Instagram accounts that I never actually use, so I have a lot of I have a lot of Gmails, just adding to a mountain of Gmails. <laughs> but anyway, we're excited to hear from you, particularly for a special holiday episode we have coming up, which is going to be made up of your button 
horror stories. I wouldn't mind if someone sent a happy button too. Just like I would, a little no. bit of inspiration. It, <laughs> the other day I opened my phone, I clicked something, it went well. Um, yes, I would love I to hear an uplifting day. story. It is the holidays. We want to scare you, but we also want to make you feel a little good. In general, we're talking about buttons you've pushed by mistake, buttons you've pushed and you didn't know what the social consequences were going to be and then you found out the hard way. So just record yourself telling the story, shoot it to us in an email, buttonattheverge.com, or you can uh, write it down if you don't like the sound of your own voice, which I sympathize with because I'm sick right now. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) We will mine you for content.